Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Scoop B Radio. In your every cold. Funny of TV on the runway, everywhere you want to be. Make sure to subscribe to Scoopy Radio on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, or simply visit ScoopyRadio.com. Scoopy Radio is sponsored by a bunch of people. But first and foremost, we've got to pay the bills and make sure that we get you apparel. Make sure you use the promo code SNOOP. That's S N O O P. And you'll save a huge percentage on your first purchase. For apparel, they have the app, they have clothing and soon Scoopy Radio will have a uh, featured on for that. But on the line right now is a goddess I've kind of been seeing everywhere, every place, and we ran into each other in New Orleans uh, at NBA All Star Weekend this year. Got on the phone by the name of Jace Lipstein, founder of and owner, so proprietor of Grungy Gentleman Apparel. What's going on, Chief? This is Scooby Radio. Hey, how are you, Brandon? Man, trying to make it happen. I've been watching you from afar for a while, so I want to tell you a quick story. A couple of years ago, I was at a brunch. Uh, it was a Mitchell and Ness brunch, and it was in New York City during All Star Week. And I'm seeing Joel Santana. He was there. Joel Santana, Pee Wee Kirkland, uh, Rosenberg, a bunch of people were there. And I'm seeing Joel Santana sitting at the brunch. Rock Rock was there as well. He had this hat on, like an Adidas hat, but it had more than three stripes. So I'm like, oh, is this this new apparel? Adidas has times times two, three times two, and six stripes. So over the years, I had all the couple years I've been seeing just a bunch of players and a bunch of rappers and other people wearing this hat with stripes. I see, uh, you know, Jadakar. I see a bunch of other people in there. I'm running into you in the world, and it all made sense. And another brunch two years later, Mitchell and Ness. And you, uh, from what I understand, had some sort of partnership with Mitchell and Ness, correct? Uh, yes, I've uh, been doing uh, Hats with Mitchell and Ness for three years now. So that fits that time frame. Congratulations. How did you get started with Mitchell and Ness? Uh, with Mitchell and Ness, um, I was put in contact uh, through Christina, who... Uh, used to work in their PR department, 
and mm-hmm. she orchestrated the partnership, and I am forever grateful for it. Well, that's why that's we're here right now. Radio. Um, and your gracious gentleman line, anybody who's noteworthy uh, has has been doing has been rocking the account. Where did your interest in clothing and designing? Where did you get started? Uh, well, it's a bit of a story. Um, I used yes, to sir. work. <laughs> so I used to work in. Uh, I kind of lived almost a double life, where uh, I worked as a paralegal at a very big law firm. In mm-hmm. fact, it was the third biggest law firm in the world. And for everyone listening, I was the least most important person there. So <laughs> that wasn't even an attempt at a humble brag. Uh, right. But I, I worked at a, a great law firm called Cleary Gottlieb. Uh, mm-hmm. in Hamilton LLP, and then uh, and what was interesting about that job was uh, they're such a big company. They have um, basically offices in every major country in the world. But just to give you an idea of scope, they handle pretty much everything for the financial crisis. They represent the entire Republic of Argentina amongst every big company you could think of. So sure. um, because of that, they needed somebody in the office. Uh, all throughout the day, and my shift was 11 to 7, Uh, so what was cool about that was I kind of had wiggle room to sort of have a side hustle, and what I started to do was work for Tau Group, at that time it was Strategic Group, and my buddy John Schwartz, who is a partner, um, he mentored me, and we did stuff in Manhattan, in the Hamptons, uh, and had some pretty good success with it at a young age, so... Those were the two, I guess, that was a sort of my jobs. And like everyone, um, eventually uh, <laughs> the nightlife uh, game possibly could pass you by. Mine happened a little earlier. I had okay. a girlfriend and she kind of didn't like, um, I guess, girls hitting me up late at night. And it wasn't because there were so many girls hitting me up. They just wanted something to do. So right. um, I just got an out of, I guess, the nightlife game. But I still wanted to support my buddy John, who I still do to this day. And mm-hmm. in fact, all my runway shows um, are always at his venues. Uh, so we continue to support each other. Sure. Um, yeah, of course. Um, but uh, we. Uh, I lost my train of thought actually for one second. Sorry about that. No, no. Um, uh, so. Um, what was I, Brand? Sorry. You were saying that you still support your buddy and that you still do his your shows at his venue and um, the nightlife and. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. So I just gotten out of nightlife. I apologize. So no. I just gotten out of nightlife, and um, I want. It was my actually birthday, and um, uh, he had an all black everything party planned. And to be honest with you, I would have supported anything he did. So of course I did. And that day of the party. Um, I went to Barney's because I had a black blazer that I already owned and I had a black knit tie and I needed a shirt that kind of would break up the tie and the blazer. So Mm -hmm. I was looking for a black and white gingham shirt, which is a small check. And uh, I went up to the first guy I saw in the store and he's like, hi, I don't really uh, work for the store. I work for a clothing brand. And at that time, uh, it was about seven, eight years ago, I knew where I was, and I was in the Rag and Bone pop-up shop in Barney. So I just said to him casually, dude, uh, you work for Rag and Bone? He's like, yeah. And casually, I was like, uh, you know, 
I really love your stuff. My, you know, my girl makes me wear it. You know, sometimes I even get compliments. He's like, oh, that's awesome. I was like, yeah, I, I really think it's great. Um, and, you know, like, I'm kind of like a little bit of a fan. So, that's another story. And he's like, really, you should tell the designer. He's right there. So, I ended up speaking to Dave Neville for about 45 minutes. And at that time, someone from Barney's Corporate came over as well. And uh, I guess it gave me a lot of confidence because they sort of were taking my opinion. And, and, you know, at that point, I mean, they already still are. They were the hottest designers in at least in the United States for sure Mm -hmm. uh, at the time. Now they're a huge global brand. But um, they were extremely hot and relevant. So it was super cool that they were doing that. And a little back-end story was when we... Uh, when I worked in nightlife, we would get write-ups in like Black Book or all different types of guests of the guests and all these things. And basically, people would describe my style when we would do write-ups, and they would do write-ups on us as like bohemian hipster. And I kind of like laughed it off. It was like, whatever. But my friends always said, you know, you should do something in like style, uh, whether it be consulting, designing, styling, um, you know, just a bunch of different things, designing. So that's kind of a little bit of the backstory. Scoop B Radio. Yeah, so basically um, I spoke to them. So, uh, you know, the guys from Ragabona, basically they didn't have the shirt um, while I was talking to them uh, because they actually do make the shirt and had it in their own stores, but from the Barney selection, it was not in stock. So they walked around and helped me out. It was kind of cool to be able to tell my friends at night wasn't like an enormous topic of conversation, but I was like, yo, I got styled by the designers of Rank and Bone. It was super cool. So I was kind of stoked on it, you know? Cool thing to happen on your birthday, unexpected. So <laughs> the next night, the next day, is my actual real birthday. Because right. um, the day before was my party. And my friends were all in my apartment. And they basically said to me, this is where everything will tie together. Um, they're like, hey, man, last night, you said that you dressed like a grungy gentleman. And that's why I had mentioned, like, when we would get write-ups from like our Hamptons houses and all different like parties we do in New York City, um, they were a little bit incorrect about the thing, but I thought it was funny. Um, so I, I mentioned that I worked, uh, excuse me, that uh, I dressed like a bunch of gentlemen, my friends brought it up. Now, a lot of times, just like in life, you say a lot of things and you don't remember. It wasn't because I was too drunk or anything. I just didn't remember it. But when they said it, of course, like you clicked and I was like, oh, yeah. So they're like, yo, you should buy like a website. It's such a cool name. I'm like, all right, cool. So my friends started getting like stronger about it. And I was like, all right, cool. And then they got like really uh, kind of like, like, you know, kind of like a little bit annoying. And I kind of started resisting and pushing back. So mm-hmm. like I said, it was my birthday and we were about to go to uh, Abe and Arthur's the opening. It's, it's no longer in business. It's it was next to SL, which is, I think, no longer either. Um, now they have, uh, it was a one-group property that now they have uh, some cool places like Catch and stuff. But um, mm-hmm. we, were going, we were going to that uh, restaurant, and I was like, you know, I'm kind of hungry. Like, I need to get out of here. So I kind of just was like, guys, stop. And uh, one of my friends that teased me, uh, who had my laptop on my couch, uh, sort of like uh, handed, it, handed it to me. And was like, you know, to buy the websites, like, tease me. And at the same exact time, one of my other friends said, 
it's only nine ninety nine to buy a website anyway. So, <laughs> um, so me kind of being a little condescending and sort of like a jerk was like thinking to myself, you know, my friends are probably going to buy me dinner. I have a couple extra bucks in my pocket for my birthday. So I'm thinking like, and I actually say this out loud. So if I buy this website for nine ninety nine to go dinner right now, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, yeah, so. I got the website, uh, we went to dinner, didn't think anything about it for about 10 days. Uh, I was at my law firm job, which I mentioned this at the beginning, and uh, it was my lunch break, and I saw on the website that uh, Ken Rugger was opening their first store in the West Village. It was mm-hmm. on GQ.com, and uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of the brand, so I was like, all right, let me give them a call, and like, I don't really need to tell them who I am or what the deal is. Uh, let's just see how it goes. You know, I'm off passion. So I gave him a call and four hours later, I had an interview with the designer and the creative director of Gant, uh, Christopher Bastine. Uh, mm-hmm. From there, I got a, a web designer to make a website, a graphic designer to make a logo. And then the rest is history. Uh, I started as a media publication. And then I started doing one-off collaborations with, I guess, emerging designers. Uh, and then I partnered with uh, Nas, who I'm sure everyone is familiar with. Uh, I created, um, I created, yeah, I created a collection with him uh, that he still has to this day called History. Uh, we launched it together as uh, Grungy Gentlemen for History. I think it was History for Grungy Gentlemen, one of the two, mm-hmm. and um, it was pretty successful. Uh, I'm very proud of it. And from there, because um, that was not more of a one-off collaboration. Uh, it was a full collection, even though uh, it, it was for only one season. Uh, it gave us, coll- uh, excuse me, uh, the confidence to launch a Mercedes-Benz fashion. So that is the story. Uh, hopefully, it didn't run 30 minutes long. I had two honking cars <laughs> honking right near me throughout it. So hopefully, I did all right. No, I didn't take a step back. Let me take a let me take a recess for a second. And just tuning in, Scoop B Radio. I am Brendan Robinson. Follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. On the line with Jake Lutzkin, who is the founder CEO of Grungy Gentleman, and it kind of felt like at uh, the end of Kanye West's college dropout album, where he was talking from the start from the beginning. I don't know if you remember when he was talking about how he went to North New Jersey. He went he went to IKEA and he bought a whole bedroom set and. He got the call in New York. He took the train over and got this deal. And you telling that story had such that crazy symbolism because a lot of times people see the end result. They see the stars that rock your stuff. They see you in photo ops. They see the verification blue checks, but they don't know the journey that got you from point A to point B. Point B. And you told it in your own words. And not only did you do that, there was some symbolism there. You talked about the website for nine ninety nine. If you listen to Jay Z's four 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 album. In the song Story of OJ, he talks about how I'm trying to give you a bunch of games for $9.99. But just told those up-and-comers who are listening to that how you started it by reserving a website for $9.99 and you, and you established the right connections. Connections are the most important part. Absolutely. So I want to take a step back. I was reading... Um, you you were featured in uh, The Nocturnal. I was featured there as well. OJ Williams. I uh, did a Q&A with you, um, and you talked about your different partnerships. You, you were modest. You talked about Mercedes. You talked about uh, mental events, but 
Nas, like you said, you had a partnership with him. You had one with NFL, BET, Uggs, Maui Jim, Peroni, Kohan, Timberland. I'm familiar with the Timberland um, partnership. I'm familiar with the Mitchell and Ness. You see a lot of guys now in New York City that have these partnerships with companies. You see guys like Kiss. I see you and Kiss. Both of you guys moving a lot. Um, what? Where did you get inspiration to kind of do those add-ons to apparel? Like, is it you? Is it people in here? Like, where do you grab that? That makes it so trendsetting. Listen to Scoop B Radio. Uh, well, I feel like I have a competitive advantage just living in New York. I was born on uh, 34th Street at NYU Hospital. My parents joke because I'm a huge Knicks fan. Uh, I was born around 11:30. They wanted to make sure I make tip off by seven. Um, <laughs> but, but I'm a New Yorker through and through, and um, you know, it's such an unbelievable melting pot where uh, it's weird. Sometimes I get inspiration actually like randomly from people who probably aren't even trying to put themselves together too nicely hmm. uh it's it's uh i i really i call it actually training my eye um i like to trade my eye and a lot of people like to go to aspirational and luxurious places and don't get me wrong i enjoy uh fire things in life too just like everyone does um but i definitely like to just uh be in the know um with just all faces of uh, all facets, getting to know about some world problems um, and stuff like that. Uh, it sort of opens your eyes to things. Um, uh, some things um, that aren't also problems, just getting to see the beautiful parts of the world and things like that. So I take inspiration from everywhere, but a majority of it comes from New York. And I know that's a really, probably weird answer but <laughs> i guess no. uh i stick with my home court you i know for me um growing up my family were business owners in harlem owned a, a shoe store a sneaker store and a shoe store um on 25th street in harlem uh my grandfather moved to new york from florida it was a shoe shine shoe shiner saved his money we ended up holding a shoe shine stand and then opening a shoe store and then we later opened the sneaker store Reading a little bit about your history, you actually do come from a family of people in the in the industry, or your family is in the industry as well, correct? Uh, yes, my father um, definitely was successful. Uh, he does math. Uh, so my father helped create Ray-Ban, uh, Cy Farmer, Russell Simmons, amongst plenty of other uh, companies that are licensed to things like the Rugrats and American Idol at their highest points. Um, what's interesting about my family is um, they both, my, my mom and my dad, uh, my dad's from Sheepshead Bay, my mom's from Canarsie, they're both on the projects. My father grew up in a very tough uh, environment where he, uh, his bathtub was his uh, bed, so he would just like line it with like a comforter and a pillow or whatever, and that's sort of where he posted it up when he was younger. So mm -hmm. they always wanted and still work ethic, and uh, my uh, personally, uh, I uh, am in the arts, obviously, you know, in fashion. Uh, my brother, um, he's an actor. Uh, his name is Skyler. Uh, mm. He's done some pretty cool projects, like Pitch Perfect and Slethery is a new show out on Graves. Excuse me, a new show out on Epics called Graves with Nick Nolte. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so he's, you know, in the, and I guess the entertainment arts type of space as well. Um, my little brother, uh, Milan, 
because uh, there's three boys and a girl. Um, he is the chef at Vandal, which is a pretty cool restaurant in New York, also owned right. by Tao Group. So there's that connection again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, my little sister is in college, and uh, we've been very protective over her because uh, <laughs> Holly was a little wild, and we don't want her getting messed up in it. Um, but she has a voice that could bring an opera house down to her knees, so I'm sure she'll definitely be in that space as well. So you are like you guys are kind of like the Mannings, or, or you guys uh, are, well, the Grants, because you know the Grants, the, the twins played, and then you know their sons are playing. I'm sure my mom and dad, if they're listening, they'll, they'll be smiling to that. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, my family is uh, very talented. I am probably, if not definitely, the least. Um, but uh, my family is very talented and not actually very close to my family. So they're a big part of my life. Tell me more about the NFL um, apparel campaign that you guys do around the NFL apparel collection that you did. Uh, sure. Well, I help style them, uh, men's apparel for the NFL. And our main focus is just to show that, um, you know, the product isn't just solely for game day. It's not just to sit on your couch and relax on a Sunday. You really can make it transitional, whether, you know, you're out to eat with your family or, you know, you're going out with your friends or, you know, you're even just kicking it or, you know, you have somewhere really nice to go. Um, it's really about how you put it together and, um, a good example is, you know, if you own a black hoodie, uh, just a black hoodie, no matter what brand it is, and um, you took, let's say, uh, a Giant or a Jets or Steelers or a Cowboys or whatever team you like, and you stretched it over this the uh, hoodie, pulled the hood out or whatever, it's going to, you know, if you put a top coat over that, that's going to actually look like a pretty elevated, um, decently high fashion look, you know, and uh, the NFL apparel that I work with is so amazing that actually more people should know about it um, and learn how to put it together because, you know, good bang for your buck um, being how transitional it is. So uh, as far as that, I'm very lucky uh, to work with them. Um, and uh, it's a um, big blessing. Uh, we've worked with superstars like Todd Gurley, Von Miller, um, uh, Jordy Nelson, Eric Decker, uh, Charles Woodson, uh, for some of these campaigns. Um, they've been featured in GQ, Men's Health, ESPN Magazine, and a bunch. You know, you get the idea. On a scale of 1 to 10, how cool was it to work with Von Miller? With him? <laughs> 10. Von, uh, he was unbelievably uh, easy to work with. Uh also really owned it style wise so made everyone's job easy just a great person he had his family on set nothing but good things to say jordy nelson oh wow jordy what jordy you know one thing that i have to give a credit to the nfl is uh in selecting these players they have always selected class acts one nicer than the other so uh, Jordy falls in line with that completely. He's just like the nicest human you've ever met. Um, you know, we took him a little bit out of his company. Listen to Scooby Radio. Radio on the line with Jace Listening, the man over at Grungy Gentleman, ironically, is standing right in front of Madison Square Garden. You actually just finished doing a promotional Nike thing with LeBron and uh, Nike. What did you do? Tell me about it. 
Oh, sure. Um, today, uh, Foot Locker, um, shout out to Sarah and Brittany, they invited me uh, to Madison Square Garden to play uh, basketball. Uh, and it was awesome. They had a locker set up with their nameplate, and uh, it was a huge blessing. They uh, had a Poisingas jersey that was one of the Nike Connect ones, uh, the new LeBrons, uh, in that uh, grayish black colorway. And mm-hmm. then um, some socks, you know, dry fit uh, Nick shorts, uh, a LeBron bag to go in. It was really, really just uh, through an unbelievable event. Um, and of course, just being a New Yorker and a lifelong diehard Knicks fan, uh, being able to play in the Mecca, um, it was special. Scoop B Radio. How uh, disappointed were you when Carmelo Anthony uh, finally actually left and went to the Oklahoma City Thunder? I think it's uh, a move that both parties needed. Um, of course, you know, uh, Carmelo gave a lot to the city, uh, not only just with basketball, to the community. Uh, which sometimes gets overlooked. And, uh, you know, he, in my opinion, was extremely classy throughout the entire process. Um, some things might be unfair. Some things might be fair. That's for, you know, other people to judge. Um, but he handled everything with class. Uh, um, so from that perspective, of course, I'm upset to see him uh, leave. You know, when Carmelo's on the layup line, no matter what, you always feel like you've got a great chance to win. Uh, no matter if the team lost 12 games in a row, we're on a two-game winning streak. Uh, with him in the lineup, he can get hot uh, and take over a game, especially uh, in the second half. So uh, from that perspective, of course, all New Yorkers are going to miss him. I want to see him succeed in Oklahoma City just like everyone else does. I'm sure he is going to. I mean, you know, they're going to get to a point where uh, they're really going to know a spacing on the floor between him, Paul, and Russ. Um, you know, when Russ penetrates through the hole and uh, really knows subconsciously where Paul and Carmelo are on the court and really doesn't have to pay attention to where they are, just those, uh, they're going to be a scary combo because that not only is going to open just what most people think is elbow jumpers or a three-pointer, uh, it's also going to make Carmelo's uh, – just first uh, pump fake, just so devastating because uh, people are going to have to jump out and try to defend. I mean, you're not going to, he's not going to obviously draw triple teams and double teams uh, with a maniac and Russell Westbrook trying to uh, slam dunk it on three people every play. So he's going to have some more room to create and he's going to benefit from that. You know, that team, everyone knows it's going to come down to defense um, and uh, it's going to be an interesting story, but I'm definitely rooting for Carmelo. Um, however, uh, I believe blue and orange, so there's no, there's, <laughs> there's only one team in the NBA for me, and that's the Knicks. How difficult is it to watch the Knicks over the last uh, few games? Uh, well, well, I mean, well, I, I was, well, I was in the building for the, um, home opener and they looked good in the first half. Of course, the second half, uh, was a little bit more difficult. Um, you know, this is a new team, and a lot of you know, you know, even though they have some pieces that have been together, uh, some of those pieces, like even Willie, wasn't didn't even see action to Game Three, which I'm sure he will see a lot more, which is exciting. Um, you know, you have to know uh, that this team, although it's rebuilding, uh, you want to take 
every game as a learning lesson and just continue to build and get better. And I do see them getting actually better. Uh, I hope that, um, you know, Porzingis really settles in and becomes that dominant uh, cornerstone franchise player. And every indication uh, leads me to that he will. Um, He's a phenomenal talent. He's played out of his mind the first two games. Uh, And we just need to support him. Uh, Obviously, we need to get some pieces. I'm interested to see what happens with Eric Bledsoe. Um, but I think we have guys who play hard. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm very excited to see Mendowskis uh, uh, Kaminskis get on the court. Um, he uh, played unbelievable uh, in uh, the FIBA games, and I'm sure that that's going to translate to the court. Uh, he hasn't played yet, but I'm sure that's coming any day. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, hopefully that will be a boost for the team. I think Lance Thomas needs to be on the floor. Uh, especially when we have um, uh, a really uh, opposing offensive threat on the wing. Um, definitely because he can play some really good lockdown defense. But, you know, they just need to continue to grow, get better, and get more familiar with each other and um, really just focus and take one game at a time. Scoopy Radio on the line with Jason Lipstein, Grinchy Gentleman. Follow him on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter. Does Grinchy have a Snapchat? Uh, Grungy doesn't know how to use Snapchat, but I have one. <laughs> is, it I have one. is it Grungy Gentleman on Snapchat? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe on that. Uh, a couple more questions. We talked about the Knicks a little bit. Did you actually sure. get a chance to work with uh, KP as well as Carmelo uh, with your clothing Scoop line? Scoop B Radio. Well, yeah. Um, uh, um, very fortunate. Kristaps wears um, our clothing pretty often. Um, I got to meet him through his brother Martins, who's also a first-class individual. Uh, we hung out a little bit in New Orleans. Actually, uh, I had met you at the Mitchell and Ness event the day prior. I had our launch event with Timberland that he came through, mm-hmm. and um, you know, of course, we had some a little familiarity, uh, Chris and I, um, just because I, you know, designed for the Knicks and stuff, but and the Rangers, but, um, you know, just got to know each other really just, you know, he's like one of our friends. He's just a cool guy. Um, and you know, you want to see guys like that succeed. And I'm very, uh, blessed that he wears our product and hopefully, um, I'll get to work with him a lot more in the future. And Mello, uh, Carmelo, uh, it's funny. Uh, yeah, I actually, uh, met him several times through his stylist, Kalila, uh, who's also um, an amazing talent. And um, he's a great individual, very low-key, um, calm, uh, very coachable human, uh, on and off the court, of course. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. A lot of the guys that I've met on the Knicks are just great people. I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but some of them are nicer than even my friends. Take a guy like Kuz, uh, he's one of the nicest individuals I've ever came across. Uh, first class all the way. Same thing with Lance. Um, a bunch of the guys. So, uh, we've got a good group. We just got to mesh together and I'm sure we will soon. Hey, look, last question for you. Um, where do you see, um, uh, Grungy gentlemen, ultimately, do you do you have other 
individual aspiration goes outside of that? Do you see a bigger vision, three to five year, 10 to 20 year plan for Brunji? What, what is the ultimate? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I see, you know, we have a launch coming out with my, um, with my album modern Indiana university, uh, two apparel drops, uh, November 15th and December 15th. So it's right around the corner. And then, uh, a new collection coming out with the Nixon Rangers. Uh, we also put a restock of our hats from last season, uh, for the beginning of the season. So if any Knicks fans are out there, uh, by section 114 garden shop, go check it out. Um, but, uh, you know, we have our new collection coming out, um, with them and I really see that hopefully becoming a focus of our business where we solidify a collegiate division, solidify a professional sports division, and then of course, you know, uh maintain and grow uh the Grunchy Gentleman label. Um but you know I, I primarily see our collegiate division, you know, going along the lines of Dick's finish line, foot locker, foot action type of world and um, our professional sports division, uh, Neiman Markets, Nordstrom, Saks, Bloomingdale's, that kind of customer. And then, um, hopefully, you know, our grungy gentlemen with the blazers and farmer jackets and top coats that people see in the runway, those kind of things, uh, you know, uh, would be more the Barney's Bergdorf, uh, space. So I think we're just going to be working on solidifying, growing that. We already are. Um, you know, uh, takes a lot of work and, Hopefully, we'll get some blessings along the way. The evolution of a man has come a long way. The party animal, the savage to the grungy gentleman. Yeah, I, I wasn't as much of a party animal. <laughs> However, I was thrown at parties for the party animal. <laughs> Enough said, brother. Thank you for spending your time with Scoopy Radio. And uh, before we go, yep, let everybody know where everybody can find any and everything that you have going on. Uh, oh. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, our website, grungygentleman.com. Uh, the A is singular, so it's man, not men. Uh, and that's the same thing for Instagram and Facebook and whatever the kids are using these days. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said, brother. Thank you so much for your time. All right, my man. Speak to you soon. Thanks so much for having me. Scoop yes, Radio. 